A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We're looking at uh, the greatest and foundational enemy of God's people. And it is idolatry. It is uh, foreign gods. It is actually simply the way of the world. We mustn't think that this is all about worshipping little statuettes. It's about going the way of the world. That's to say living for creation whilst rejecting the creator. That has always been the problem of God's people. It's Friday the 4th of December and we're going to read Joshua 24 verses 19 to 23. But Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. Now, you see, that command to put away the foreign gods that are among you describes the state of Israel at that time. And we have seen that those foreign gods are the perennial problem, the ubiquitous, unceasing, everywhere problem of God's people. It is uh, the unchanging threat, the way of the world, the gods of those outside the people of God who live for creation, whilst at the same time rejecting the Creator. That was at the root of the fall. And combining God with the way of the world is combining two things that are absolutely in tension with each other. The whole Bible could be presented as a tension between God and the way of the world. And that is why that has always been the problem of God's people, right from the very beginning. Even Abraham started as an idolater, we've been told earlier in the chapter. And that has been the problem with God's people all the way through. We have saw too yesterday that this idolatry is the root of all evil. And that although idols have no power in and of themselves, they are after all just bits of um, in their most basic form, as they were made as statues and uh, worship, they are just uh, inanimate objects that have no power. Of course, they are much more than that, but uh, in terms of they now constitute ambitions of people who live in the world, who want nothing to do with God, but want everything from the world. But we saw that those idols, although useless in themselves, have the power to corrupt. They render blind, senseless, and immobilized the people of God. They render, because they are worthless, they make the followers of them worthless. They make the followers of them actually detestable because they become like the things of shame, the God-denying shame of what they are. 
And uh, God regards idolatry as an abomination and something that is devoted to destruction. And those who are committed to idolatry, to pursuing the way of the world apart from the rule of God, outside of any real living, ongoing relationship with God, are walking the road to destruction. It's a very seductive thing, this idolatry, whether it's uh, career ambitions or pleasure or power or recognition by the world, whatever it is, it is the road to hell. And it is the road that tempts every uh, Christian. And sadly, it's not hard to think of ostensible Christians who have walked away from the faith down that particular road. But there's one more characteristic of these foreign gods, this root of all evil, the unchanging threat to God's people. And if we go back to verse 16, we'll see what it is, because we see in verse 16 that the people begin with a protestation, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It sounds like a convincing denial, doesn't it? But then you compare that with what Joshua said in the verse we've just read, then put away the foreign gods that are among you. It absolutely uh, doesn't match. So either the Israelites, when they said verse 16, were lying, or I think more likely they were just unaware of the fact that they were still going after those gods. You see, it's saying that these gods, this way of the world, this pursuit of creation outside of the Creator, is superbly camouflage. It's like a stealth bomber. It gets under the radar and it enters lives of people in a way that is utterly insidious, in a way that provides an infection that uh, you don't notice, an infection that is, of course, reinforced by every experience of the world. Since the world is living outside the authority of God. Everything the world says and does, however good and noble it might appear to be, is in effect an expression of independence from God, an independence that pursues and delights in the things of creation whilst rejecting the Creator. And so everything that we hear in the world will uh, reinforce this superbly camouflaged entry of idolatry into the lives of his people. And the only thing that will guard against this is the Word of God. That's why we must receive the Word of God and reject the way of the world. It is the choice of God against the world that is at the heart of real discipleship. And you know, when we receive the Word of God, we see that it points to the wonderful solution and we'll be unpacking that solution in this uh, final section of our passage tomorrow and the next day. Do return and see what it is that the Word of God points to. That is the answer to this terrible, unchanging threat that is the root of all evil, that promises destruction to those who are seduced and taken in by it, that is so superbly camouflaged that we hardly notice it. Come back tomorrow and see what the solution is. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that it points to the perfect solution that you have provided in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that we would understand and receive this. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus. 
by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.